0: 7-7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment or our show is always sponsored by the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber Northborough Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Top of the morning to you, my co-host, Jamie Foxx.
1: Coach, Coach Terry on, Walter, how are you this morning? It is uh, Friday Eve, Thursday, May 17, 2018, the year of our Lord. We have a... Uh, we have uh, ex or soon. I don't know if it'll be soon to be ex-wives, but we have uh, estranged wives at this point now, blaming mother-in-laws for starting fights with them, and uh, pro golfers having to, to call the cops. Uh, boy, it was it was an interesting day uh, in the world of sports. That that piqued my interest, and I'm sure a number of others. Uh, we have uh, I received in the mail, uh, and I was uh, touched beyond words. Uh, a cap from uh, Dwayne Woodward, the Secretary-Treasurer of the Lake Claiborne Chamber of Commerce, whatever. They sent me a, a cap, Terry, t- for uh, to celebrate the Lake Claiborne Fireworks and Boat Parade. Now, I, I was moved to tears by that. The long story, but basically, you know, I kind of got into a little uh, uh, debate with them about what they were doing with the with the fish down there at Lake Claiborne. I thought there was a, a little fish abuse going on. Uh, they set me straight, uh, and so in, in jest they sent me a cap, and I was uh, – I was thoroughly honored by that. Uh, there's not too many things that fit me uh, at my height and weight and so forth, but that did probably because of, of my uh, big noggin. But um, what is uh, what is troubling you today, Terry? What is uh, what is the good things uh, in your life? What are some of the bad things? How can we uh, vent today? How can others vent to us? Let's throw it, out there. it. I mean, let's throw it out there and throw it out there and see what we get. Okay.
0: Yeah, I got a good one. Uh, you know, most people career path, you go to high school, then you go to college, right? right. Well, there's a guy in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, a, a young man, or not, he's not so young anymore, that uh, graduated high school, played basketball, went to uh, Dallas Christian College, a real world small Christian, uh, obviously by the name of it, but in the Christian Athletic Association, Dallas Christian College, played for a couple years, uh, career was over, and decided, you know what, I really, really enjoy high school, I think I could be a better player, back in October of 2017, said, you know what, I'm going to re-enroll in a Dallas high school in the same district I used to play in, uh, and tell them I am a hurricane evacuee, and the young man who's 25 years old, was a freshman, he re-enrolled as a freshman uh, at the Hillcrest High School team, and by the end of his first season, he was District 11-5A Offensive Player of the Year as a freshman, so he started showing up on recruiting radars uh, across the Metroplex, across Texas, across uh, the country as a guy that's like a really good player, so uh, he really saw one of his former coaches from North Mesquite, saw him in a tournament, and he goes, Hey, that's, uh, that's my guy. He played for me. What's he doing is a freshman. And so the Dallas police are investigating for fraud. But, Jamie, there's an even more sinister part of it. Uh, he was portraying himself to be a 14-year-old and to complete the facade, if you will, he was dating a 14 year old classmate at the Uh-oh. Hill School. Uh, the reason we know this, the 14 year old's mother goes, Yep, he was dating my daughter. So this has more twisted turn than a barrel of snakes. So, Jamie, I guess it's true. You cannot go home again unless you shave 11 years off your life and go back and, and try it again, right? <laughs>
1: Well, it certainly did work for me here. Um, I, I tell you what, let's – I'm kind of questioning, though, okay, so he's he's a basketball player, so normally basketball players in most cases are at least 5'10", right? Okay. This guy, I saw a picture of him in video. He's easily 6'2", maybe. Uh, I don't know if he had facial hair or whatever, but there were certain, to me uh, – Indicators that he was uh, not anywhere close to being a freshman in high school, but uh, nothing says, and he's dating a fourteen-year-old in order to try to uh, pull this off, so to speak. Uh, I can't believe the authorities weren't uh, weren't a little sharper on this and didn't ask for some some background information like. No, hey, here is what happened. How'd he get away know, with no,
0: no, it? Brother. Here's what happened, Jamie. And I was I was in Dallas, Fort Worth when Katrina hit. Uh, he came in and said, "Look, I'm a Hurricane Harvey evacuee. I've got no family or anything with me, so they take those kids uh, pretty much at their word, and that's that's how he gained the system." Uh, he said, "And this was this was the quote of some of the the law enforcement. Uh, you know, he enrolled in, as a freshman." He told, him, uh, he told officials at Hillcrest he was homeless and he had to come to Dallas unaccompanied because of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, here was the Dallas Independent School District, which, by the way, is an abject to that. Uh, Robin Harris, he took that as an opportunity to gain access to our school. He was fairly savvy to be able to utilize the type of position, knowing we were accepting Harvey students. So he gave the system. He gets uh, exposed. There was a Mesquite High School coach, a former coach at Mesquite High School, that saw him playing in April and recognized him as one of his former players who graduated from high school seven years ago. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> six-two guard Rashawn Robeths, before he was he was uh, going as uh, the, the coach said, "Hey, he was a good kid. I never had any problems out of him." That's when I was shocked to know what he had done. So, you think we no, you and so. I could go back and
1: enroll in high school? No, but I'm pretty sure he'll be able to sign with Kentucky. Uh, Kyle Perry will take him. Um, I, again, was it Harvey or Katrina? I don't. Would it does make a difference. If we get so many of them. Um, so he used that as his his entree into lying about his age and eligibility and so forth. And again, it took uh, it took a former coach to recognize, hey. Uh, this guy, I coached him nine years ago or seven years ago, uh, which, you know, is pretty photographic memory there. But anyway, this is this is disturbing because at what lengths now people will go to? I, and I assume what – did he ever say what the, the impetus behind this was? Was he trying to get a college scholarship or something or what was the – He was uh, just hooping, man. He was balling. He was balling against – looks <laughs> well, like me going against – yeah, me going to Jack Hayes later on and and posting up against those poor poor kids there. Although they could probably beat me, but uh, so I mean, really, I mean, you have a, an ego that you got to go and, and try to play against high school kids when you've been out of high school for ten years. I bet he still wears his letter jacket. Um, I don't know, and then well, gosh, that's uh, I, I, I,
0: I, I four- told you how disastrous the the Dallas ISD. Uh, pick any board locally or governmental agency that you're not fond of. And, and, you know, there's a bunch, I guess, out there. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, pick the most incompetent people you can come up with. Uh, Dallas ISD is known nationally for <laughs> their just incompetence, but they simply are. Uh, so the Dallas superintendent, Dr. Michael Hinoza, who I think pulls down about 400 a year, uh, had this quote. Hey, I've seen him play several times, and the quote was, he didn't look any different than the other students, you know. <laughs> that was just yeah. yeah, he's 25 years old. Uh, we got to make sure we have better protocol protocols to prevent this from happening again. But this is almost like a perfect storm for the parents. I apologize. You send your kid to be safe in school and participate, and this should not happen. Uh, you don't think it's happened before, because I guarantee you it has
1: well I, I kind of like now it's time to weigh in with the with the uh, mother of the daughter who's 14 and uh, he was uh, accompanying her uh, I think this is that this leads to some other legal issues that uh, we, could, we could get into but we're not um, this is this is beyond bizarre and I guess you're right it probably has happened before but um, he's 25 he's you know been out of high I mean gra- what uh, most kids graduate. At 18, 17 or 18. So he's obviously well past the prime. And they couldn't notice anything different about this kid than the others. I mean, but because he didn't. What about a driver's license at some point? Hey, you know, I guess he lied about his age on that, too. Well, he changed his name. I
0: mean, you know, look, and I've dealt with a hurricane record. And they'll put pretty sketchy. Yeah, they're very sketchy. Uh, Very, very sketchy. Uh, You know, when everybody was displayed. Yeah, it is, and you're trying to accommodate, you're trying to help kids, I get that. Right, sure. But, uh, yeah, the the dude, because the quote was the mom of the daughter, he was going out and said, you know, the young man was very respectful, he said, look, I know I'm 17, and uh, your daughter is 14, and I know you have a problem with that, but I'm very respectful, I'm very nice. Uh, Yeah, and you're also 25 years old, dog, and so my guess is, Jamie, nothing will be done.
1: I don't think so. I mean, I don't know really where you begin with this as far as the legal system and so forth. And um, it, it makes you – it doesn't really um, – it kind of makes you understand a little bit easier how uh, Deion Sanders' prime prep was able to get off the ground. Um, if that's the di- Dallas ISD uh, uh, folks that are calling the shots, you can kind of see why why Deion was able to uh, – I, I don't – I think it finally bit the dust, did it not, Terry? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got –
0: I have personal experience with Prime Prep and all that. That was not a Dallas, Dallas ISD school. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't even put them in the league. And so they were Prime.
1: School,
0: well, no, they were Prime. They had Under Armour sponsorships. I mean, they were funded pretty well initially. And, uh, yeah, it just it, it closed down three or four years ago. But the, the issue there is nobody would play them because they were getting kids all over. And theoretically, you have to be in a district to play, uh, you know common opponents and have kids in your district. They had kids coming from all over, so the Dallas uh, ISD and the district of those schools would not put them in there. Uh, the Texas Association of Private Schools would not accept them uh, because of the practices they were doing. They ended up playing an independent uh, schedule, uh, which was national, and this is when they had Emmanuel Moutier, who uh, you know, was the number six pick in the world, uh, and they had a, a, a plethora of other high-division ones professional talent. Uh, so yeah Dion, Dion's deal was a different different gig, but it ended up the same way a lot of these charter schools do. And that is uh, simply broken dreams, hurt feelings, and kids and their parents left hanging out
1: to dry. Uh, well anything to, to make a to make a buck or make a name for yourself, I suppose. And Dion Sanders really didn't need the recognition, but I guess he, he thought this was a uh, a noble cause on his part. Um if they're going after kids mainly for athletics, then that probably academics was not an emphasis uh, there. Oh, well, actually, it was,
0: uh, Jamie. Uh, they, they were bit, Look, here, here's the problem with, with prime prep in schools like this. Prime prep okay. dealt with uh, so many kids that were impoverished. They had an elementary school, they had a high school, separate campuses. So many parents of, of impoverished kids and regular kids, they just want their child to get a break, to be able to get out of a bad environment. And so they built up the hopes of these parents and these kids only to have them just literally broken in front of them when it went bankrupt. They ended up firing Dion. He came back. They fired him again. Dion had very little do with the school after a certain point. It was other people running it, and it was, it was just a scam. It's, it's what it was. It was a scam. Everybody knew it going in uh, except for the parents and the kids who wanted to believe in it, and they had their, uh, their goals, their dreams, their aspirations crushed but it was a very serious academic thought process. It just never came to fruition. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, telling it like it is. This segment brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. Louisiana, Special Olympics, back in a minute. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, bringing the edge on the 17th day of May 2018. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. This take my bunch of you, my friends, of Spottedale, and for the special people in your life, folks, book them up for the Spottedale gift package. 318-807-1060, Spottedale in Monroe. All right, so let's go back to the Twitter world, the, the Twitter sphere, if you will. Jamie Fox, Joey, I'm sorry, Nick Bosa, the uh, presumptive, possibly number one pick in next year's 2019 NFL Draft. Uh, Certainly a top five pick unless things go just haywire, which they may just have for him. Uh, At any rate, fairly outspoken guy. Uh, Ohio State linebacker, very talented guy. His brother's playing in the NFL. His father played for the Dolphins. So this is a a football family, if you will. And uh, so here we go. He comes out the other day on his Twitter page, it says a couple things. Uh, he was not a fan of the Black Panther movie. The Black Panther, uh, very curious uh, at the box office, one of the hugely grossing movies. Uh, and like all movies, people like it. People don't like it. Bottom line is, it's making a whole lot of money. Bosa said it's the worst Marvel movie ever. And you know what that means to me, Jamie Fox? Nothing. I don't read movie reviews. Football players or basketball players. Other than, huh? LeBron liked that movie. Uh, maybe I should go see it. Or you know what? Brett Barb didn't like that movie. Maybe I should go see it. I, I don't care. But Black Panther, uh, the movie itself, uh, large large numbers uh, of African Americans in the movie, very successful. A lot of people. I haven't seen it yet. I want to go see it. But folks didn't like it. He put that out there. He is being vilified now Is being a racist because he did not like a movie. But we really yeah. to that point. Maybe he just didn't like it. And, then to, and to further this, he also says that uh, he's not a fan of Beyonce. Again, I, I don't care. And he's not a fan of Colin Kaepernick. So does this make him a neo-Nazi skinhead? Or is it just the guy has a couple of political beliefs that some people are going to like, some people don't? I will say this. Whoever's advising him, I don't think they're doing a very good job because uh, you're going to alienate a certain group of uh, constituents and you're going to have supporters from the other side. Maybe if you're working with your draft status, you just sort of be quiet. Am I wrong?
1: It is amazing. The I, 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 I hate to be agreeing that. The media, because we're part of it, is, is fake. But I saw something the other day, how how the media parses things now, and takes certain things about it. He, we, President Trump, for example, was talking about immigrants, uh, primarily the MS-13. You know, that's the uh, the gang, primarily in the Los Angeles area, but really dangerous folks. They kill people. They 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 cut cut off people's heads. I mean, these are this these are. A group from Mexico, they're, they're brutal, and he's trying to get them out of this country. He's trying to slow down immigration, not because he hates immigrants, but because there needs to be an assimilation process, and we got to know who's in this country. Just ask the people in France or any other country that's had bombs blowing up every other day uh, why that's important. okay? Now, because Joey Bosa comes out and um, says he didn't like a particular movie, he doesn't like a particular, uh, not a fan of this player or that player or this whatever. All of a sudden, here we go again. You don't agree with me. You're a racist. You're a misogynist. You're a homophobe. You're this. You're that. So there's no discourse. There's no discussion. It doesn't make any difference. You're uh, if you disagree with me, it gets into name calling. We don't we don't get into uh, why whatever now is is his opinion important not any more so than anyone else really it really isn't i don't care really what tom cruise thinks about uh the sushi bar at uh world foods Uh, i really don't um so i'm not i'm trying to be equal opportunity here and that that it's not that important and yet people take off on this sort of stuff and and begin labeling oh it's going to hurt his draft stock why I mean, so what, what, who are you going to take, Michael Moore over him at Nose Guard? I mean, is this is crazy. This is crap is what it is, excuse me. But it is because people get get so bent out of shape when you don't agree with someone about a you know, – it it's doesn't – it's just as a you, – and you know me. I don't watch movies, period, uh, to speak of. And that's not something I take great pride in. It's just it, – it just doesn't interest me that much i'll wait if i want to see it comes out on on whatever i just don't I, you know I, that's, I feel like that's two or three or four hours i can't get back but it doesn't mean that you know it, it wasn't a good movie because i didn't see it um this is ridiculous and and i think this is this is again one of the many downsides of social media it's one of the downsides of our society in this point in time
0: You to, to sort of, uh, and we got a couple texts out here that we'll read in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Richie, not a fan of uh, Beyonce and Black Panther. Wasn't that great? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of different types of music. I can't tell you I'm a big Beyonce fan. I've listened to some. I've listened to a lot of stuff. Uh, if, you know, if it's not 80s hair bands, yeah, or the Stones, I'm really not into it. But that's just me. I'm an old guy. Or a young guy, whatever, it doesn't matter. Everybody has their individual taste. That's the beauty of what we do in America. Like it, don't like it, it doesn't matter. I will tell you this for both of us. If he becomes more of a distraction, it's asset liability. The Tim Tebow. It is Kaepernick. It is uh, Eric Reed. Asset liability. If you become a bigger distraction than you are an asset, yeah, you're gonna your draft stock is gonna tow. Jerry Sky, perfect example. Yeah, your cap stock tumbles because people are not sure about you. If you're a polarizing figure, the thing about polarizing figures is that people have a visceral reaction to them, good or bad. And you don't want people having a visceral reaction to a product you have that's bad. Indifferent? Okay. Bad, no. And so that's the thing that, that you're gonna deal with, so you know, if the yeah, guy walks around with a Trump hat, a Trump hat on, it'd he a bad You know, the, the narrative of the media is, is it is. And look, I, for me, I could care less what your political affiliations are. He doesn't like Clapper. He called Clapperdick a clown. And a lot of people feel that way. It's fair enough. I, it doesn't matter to me. But you're an owner of a football program, football team. Your job is to be successful. And whatever you need to do to be successful factors in on that
1: because it is a business. Um, Terry, it it doesn't seem to have impacted um, Popovich that much or Steve Kerr, their views. It doesn't seem to impact uh, – Herschel Walker himself said that he didn't think Colin Kaepernick wanted to play again because he would have acquiesced to what the Seahawks asked him to do, and he didn't want to do it. So, Herschel Walker said, I agree, happen to agree with what uh, Colin Kaepernick stands for. Um, I don't disagree with his views, but if, if a guy wants to pay you, uh, you know, $6 million a year and you have to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, you stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. That's Herschel Walker, folks. That's not Jamie Foxx or Terry Waltram. That's Herschel Walker saying that. Jamie, it's just happens that. to believe I mean, with Kaepernick, which I don't, but he does. And he said, you know, that's what you have to do. If Gary McKinney or, you know, Ed Edmere says, you've got to stand on your head for 20 seconds every morning before you go on the air, I'm going to do it.
0: That would explain some things about you, by the way. It in, probably in, would, in yes. Uh, Richie says, hey, Black Panther is praised for its usage of black heroes. Blade came before it. it worked a thousand times better as a movie. I like Blade. Of course, I'm a Wesley Sides fan, but it's not because he's black or white. I just I like Wesley Sides. I, hey, I like black. Pastor 57. I like New Jack City. I, I'm a Wesley Sides fan. But I haven't seen Black Panther now. I'm sort of intrigued to go see it to see what it is. but people have different tastes and different ideas and that's the beauty of what we do. You don't all have to go in the same direction and a lot of national media would have you go in that same direction. Colin Kaepernick, a lot of people are not upset on the the kneeling for the flag. Some people are for the anthem. I get that. I got two kids in the military. My dad was in the military. I understand that viewpoint. I understand both sides of it. Colin Kaepernick also made a lot of other incendiary remarks uh, comparing police department to modern-day slave patrols uh, and a, and a bunch of other things and look so it's a little bit more than just dealing for the national anthem and so bosa has his opinion great if you want to share it knock yourself out i have an opinion if i want to share it great you whoever else it really doesn't matter my question for bosa and the people advising him why are you going to play the bill i'm just being myself well okay but being yourself and we thought, what happened with Jerry's guys? well, let me be myself. Well, being yourself costs you a whole lot of money. And so you have to be an adult and make the decision here. My question for both are, how wise is it to alienate uh, a significant number of people and be the fodder of social media justice warriors who are already comparing it basically to Hitler and David Duke and and anybody else you can think of, simply because he didn't like the movie, he didn't like Beyonce, and he's not a fan of Kaepernick, so obviously he must be a different. Uh, crazy stuff going on. Houston Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter from Jamie Fox. We come back. We will talk about Houston's reinvention of their game last night to tie the series with the Warriors at one apiece. Your thoughts, your text when we return. This effort brought to you by Predicts Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. Tremendous book, where he's the attorney specializing in criminal law lawful death, personal injury. Whatever you need, Bobby is the man for you today. Give him a call 318 324 1411 from Virtual Manning, Attorney at Law. Back at minute. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 977. Jerry Walter, Jamie Foxx, rolling on the second half of the uh, hedge uh, this morning on the 17th day of May 2018. And I got a golf update for you. I don't do a lot of golf stuff, but uh, this thing is really intrigued me with the Glover. All right, so yes, we reported Glover. it yesterday. So the, the the Glover guy who won the US Open uh, years back, and it's been alleged that every time he doesn't play well, his wife, who by the way is a smoke show, and I say that with the utmost respect possible, uh, goes crazy. Well, apparently they have a big issue when he failed to make the cut at the players' uh, uh, tournament down in Florida. And he lives in Florida. And so his wife was arrested after allegedly wailing on him and then the husband's mommy. And so it's come to light a little bit more stuff here. So here was the dispatch uh, that was released by the police department. And this is Krista Glover, who called the police. Her quote was, I've been attacked by my mother-in-law. She's in tears and locked herself in a room. She attacked us. And then the connection goes dead. The dispatcher calls back moments later. The husband, Lucas Glover, answers the phone. Here was his quote. I think we got our wires crossed here. This is the husband, the same one of the bunch. My wife has called the police on my mom. And she's trying to blame it on my mother, which is not the case at all. My mother is the one bleeding, and my wife has gone crazy. End of quote. Jamie, would you love to be at Thanksgiving dinner at the Glover's house?
1: Yeah, I, you know I thought the Kardashians were a train wreck. Um, here's the thing that that you know, Mrs. I, I did a little little research on on uh, Mrs. Glover. She actually has a side business and no it's not what you're thinking um she sells centerpieces furniture or whatever she tries to have a business selling these uh luxurious centerpieces now to i hate to use this term but it, it just so aptly applies here it, to call her uh high maintenance would be the understatement of the year um and keep in mind she 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 gets all bent out of shape with her husband and calls him names and stuff when he doesn't do well or make the cut here's a little tidbit for you to date lucas glover has made over 20 million dollars playing golf i know i didn't know much about him either but he's won 20 million dollars playing golf uh i don't know about you terry but what i would do for 20 million dollars i really can't say over the air uh but i think you would do the same thing a lot of us would uh at least give blood for that right um she apparently goes through it uh, like Sherman through Georgia. I mean, she can absolutely blow more money, apparently better than you. And you see her, and it's going boy, she's beautiful, but oh my God. And she's she's always on him, and they have uh, two children. Uh, That can be unfortunate here, because I don't think you can fix crazy here. I I really don't. I I mean, I know there's probably uh, therapy involved, and She's also tweeted out about her uh, girls' night out. Uh, that's the that, warning warning sign there, girls' night out. But then she says she likes Will her Robinson. man. Yeah, I, and I don't think Lucas necessarily has to be around for, for uh, Krista to have a good time. Uh, now, she, um, he, she's outright lied about this deal with the, uh, the mom uh, tried to apparently intervene, and, and uh, Krista went off on, on the mother-in-law. Which you kind of question why was the mother-in-law there to begin with, but you know maybe they had a closer relationship than we thought, which is is now gone south apparently. Um, so this is really disturbing on so many fronts. Um, I feel bad for well, Lucas. There's more. They, there,
0: there's you know. a little more here, Jamie.
1: Oh, but wait, there's more. Okay.
0: There's more. Uh, so when the dispatcher calls back, you know, and the guy goes, "Look, tell the cops they need to talk to me. I'm the only sane one here," and they said, "Look, we'd like to talk to your wife." and uh, Glover's response like, nope, you cannot. She's in the house with my daughter. When the deputies get here, they need to talk to the male. That would be me. I, I guess Glover needed to point out the fact that he was male.
1: Well, nowadays it's hard to, to tell.
0: Well, maybe he leads a little credibility to the fact what his wife was calling him, which was anything but a male. As a matter of fact, it's uh, the antonym of a male uh, in terms. Uh, they need to talk to me because the other two women are out of their heads at the moment. It goes further. My wife is going to lie to you. That's why I answer the phone. She's telling lies, and none of it is the truth. Man, I can't wait. This is a, this is a, a reality show. I would pay money to watch.
1: Well, and I did listen to the nine 9-1 call nine one one call, and basically the only coherent sentence. Uh, Krista Glover got out was, I've been attacked by my mother-in-law. After that, the poor 911 operator tries to carry on a conversation, and she's incapable of it. And she's not; She won't answer. And, and In fact, the woman says, what is your name? What is your name? And, and Krista won't answer. And Lucas says, look, you, know, you can talk to her, but she's going to lie. Now, this is a man that I think uh, has, I don't know how long they've been married, but I don't think he would make that statement just off the cuff. I, I think there's a track record here with the lovely and vivacious Krista, who... Uh, cray-cray. You know, cray-cray. Yeah, cray. I mean, I, again, this this is... Uh, and, and it's one thing to be cray-cray. It's, it's another to be uh, physical and mean and uh, waylay on your mother-in-law and your husband, too, by the way. I mean, don't think this is a one-way street here. I mean, she was equal opportunity. Husband got it. Mother-in-law got it. I'm sure the dog or cat would have gotten it had they been around. So uh, she pretty much took a nire iron, iron to everybody. And uh, David, did, because he did didn't you make see the
0: this cut. lady, did you see this lady at kindergarten graduation? If somebody gets her seat,
1: Ooh. can you imagine if, <laughs> uh, if daughter, the daughter doesn't make the cheerleading team? Oh my gosh. Um, let's say somebody steps in line, uh, at a, at the sales rack at, at, uh, at, Macy's cause I can promise you she's not, she's not, uh, shopping at our good friend's dollar, dollar general or dollar tree. Oh, uh, no, no, she's uh, she's right there at Macy's, Nordstrom's, or whatever. She looks like a Nordstrom kind of gal to me. Uh, if it's – now, I've, I've I've actually come in contact with women like that. I know you'll find this hard to believe, Terry. When I lived in Birmingham, I was a – there's a very affluent subdivision called a Mountain Brook. We called them Brookies. Uh, uh, these women were, uh, in some cases, were were pretty amazing. Uh, they were all married to doctors and, and lawyers, and, and, you know, I couldn't get the time of day, obviously, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's literally you go out, you're you giving it close to one. They, they say, well, what's your portfolio? That's kind of how it works. Um, so she looks pretty much like, I think if she and Lucas don't make it, I don't think she'll be on the market very long um, because she's, you know, she's getting by on her. Now, this, this uh, mugshot of her, uh, maybe not her most flattering pose, but still you're going, wow, there's no makeup there. There's no, I mean, she is an attractive lady. It ends right there. To quote my therapist, "Run."
0: Dude, she's all shades of cray cray. You throw in a little alcohol. Uh, Richie says she used to be a real looker, and she blew twenty million on bad plastic surgery. Uh, I don't know. I think if the surgery is looking pretty good, or if she has it if she does, I can't speak to that. But just the fact that, and then, then Lucas has to come, or yeah, he has to come out and say, "Hey, we had a bad situation." My wife and my mother uh, were involved in altercation. We really regret that. A lot of, I mean, he's sidestepping this like who would believe? We think the justice system is going to prevail and everything is going to be okay. And we're just going to pretend, we're we're going to get a two over. We're going to pretend it didn't happen. But Lucas, Jamie, is the core to blame for all of this. You're missing the whole point. Our friend Glover, the golfer, is to blame for everything that happened.
1: Well, Terry. Uh, and keep in mind, let's again reiterate, for those who may not have heard this, Luke, Lucas Glover has has managed to obtain $20 million worth of winnings on the PGA Tour. That's right, $20 million. Worth. And I, I, like I said, I've never heard of him, but he, apparently he does pretty good. Uh, we like to personally personalize things around here, Terry, and, and I know you don't like this bringing up it's a little bit of a sore subject with you, but in, in full disclosure, uh, you told me the story, and I think you said it on the air one time, so I feel like... I'm only, I'm only doing the, uh, the public a service by telling them this story. Uh, I have to ask you the question. When you lost to the lady uh, with the house coat, slippers, and, uh, and hair rollers, did your wife throw uh, objects at you or, or call you names or whatever? What was the reception at home when you lost that game? I
0: never told my wife that was the reception <laughs> at home. My she stupid, didn't know? Give me a break. No, <laughs> probably she will now because it amazes me how many people listen to the show. Yeah, somebody will tell her, "Hey, she you know now. your husband." Got, yeah, your husband got beat by a lady in hair rollers and uh, Dion Green <laughs> uh, bedroom shoes, bedroom, but the black well, hey. guy, not even the. Uh, no, I didn't. But I'm, hey, look, I'm just trying to give perspective fault. here. No, no, no. It's Glover's fault. All he has to do is make the cut. You're a professional golfer. Well, you've won the U.S. Open. You've made $20 million. You made 20000000 dollars you can not even make the cut in a professional tournament. No wonder his wife went nine on her side of his head. And then yeah, she went further. It's Bobby's fault. She gave birth to him, and he's a loser. And she uses a lot worse pedagogy than that to describe the female body part, calling her <laughs> husband that in front of her kids and his mother. Before we lose our license, you're listening to Sports Talk 977, Terry Walter, J.D. Fox. God knows we're on the edge this morning. December brought to you appropriately enough. by Mr. Bobby Banning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. 318-324-1411. The Edge churns along after this break. And welcome back in. Sports Talk seven seven. The Edge. <laughs> Jamie Foxx Terry Walter shutting it down here on a Thursday. Yeah. And uh, the Larry Monroe? Could yes. it be this woman who's gotten to use the money her husband makes that causes her no more to regular job and the paychecks are not what they were? Oh no, man! You're making twenty million. I think I could make twenty million go quite a ways. Uh, Jamie, uh, just think how many just think how many times three hundred goes into twenty million. I'll leave you to ponder the possibility.
1: Terry, I, I, I know. It's hard to gin up much sympathy for a guy that's made $20 million a year, but honestly, all kidding aside, I really feel sorry for this guy because he's, and she is, and something tells me, I I know $20 million is a lot of money. Trust me, I think Krista Glover can make $20 million disappear like David Copperfield. Uh, She can, this woman, she she, she can blow through a lot of money, and I think Larry's point's well taken. Um, She probably is wants that lifestyle to continue. Um, but, and, and I, I would say if she's like, I think it's probably been very hard for him, even though $20 million is a lot of money. I don't think she, he w- was able to take a lot of it and put it in a, a mutual fund or uh, CDs or IRAs or anything like that. It was probably gone as quick as it left his hand. Um, so that's the problem, too. It's a lifestyle and uh, she's uh, – I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for uh, the guy on, uh, out in California that was married to the stunning blonde, El Musa uh, that flipped out. I know you're wondering why am I getting off on – well, it, it's the same thing. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of money, apparently, uh, to keep uh, this train rolling and keep uh, the wife happy. And uh, you don't talk to your spouse like that. and You don't take an iron-iron to your mother-in-law. Just because you don't make the cut, you still had twenty million dollars to live on, unless you've blown through it, and I think that's probably been the case here.
0: Well, again, they got two small children. I think like exactly uh, five, five and two, five and three. So they're they're small kids. I mean, right before school age. So, yep, yeah, your mother gets dragged off in cups. <laughs> the dad says, "Hey, look, the, the, my wife's a liar. She's crazy. Uh, she beat on my mom." So. How about this? As far as you have women in your life, you know, three of the most important women you're going to have, period, your wife, your mother, and your daughter, right? I mean, there's – no matter what happens on this deal, one of them is going to be highly pissed off.
1: Well, um, and and two, we forgot to leave this out, or maybe we brought it up yesterday. Uh, Keep in mind, and I'm a big fan – I don't watch movies because I'm too busy watching reruns of Cops – And I've seen this, this Christopher. she locked her legs around the bottom of the police car door. She, I mean, she had a vice grip on things. They had incredibly, she may be a little gal, but she was, she was pretty feisty. She, uh, it took three or four cops to get her, uh, you know, unhinged from the door handle of the cop car and thrown into the back seat, or excuse me, placed in the back seat, in cuffs. So, I mean, she's got she's a, she obviously works out because she was, you know, uh, managed to uh, how should I say, fight restraint and, and being uh, arrested, and that's when when he saw the wife going through that. Now to me, I would have I would have gone, yeah, let's do it. You know, uh, throw the book. But Taser. he, he Taser. that's when that's when his sympathy started getting ginning up. Said, well, I, I'm not going to, you know, she, I can't, I can't bring charges, even though she's crazy as a uh, a belfry bat. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and that would have been right when the uh, the juices turned on for me, but uh, Lucas Glover is a better man than I am.
0: That kitty he goes, hey, her maiden name isn't Wood, is it? No, <laughs> that's the preference she uses when she swings up at her mother-in-law, though. Um, you got a wonderful. He use know, the same man.
1: club on them, though.
0: Right, you know? hey, we've got to get this lady hooked up with Miko Grimes. That's the lady's night out I want to see. I mean, <laughs> well.
1: Okay. Oh I'm, man! I'm,
0: right. You better I, bring extra. Hey, bring some extra cuffs. We're going to need them.
1: I would like. Uh, I've I've had some experience in this. Um, I would like to Hands do up. a. Uh, no, no. I would like to do maybe maybe a counseling session with 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 Puffy. Uh, maybe we could get you know we could have a start a GoFundMe account and I could like you know take her to our finest restaurants here in the in the Twin Cities. Um. You know, before I go to Burger King, I mean, nothing against Burger King. I love Burger King, although you need to advertise with us. But I would think we need to, we need to try to see if I could. I mean, this is counseling. This is this is what we do, Terry. This is this is part of my. Would you be willing to throw? You know, maybe help fund for me and Krista to have a. I'm not going to call it a date because she's still a married woman. But I mean, just a counseling session. What what would you think? And how do you think you that got would a great
0: – you yeah, it's what Sean, told me is making more sense now. You got a cray cray obsession, don't you? You like you like the crazy. Come on, admit it. A lot of guys, uh, do. you like the crazy, don't you, Bob?
1: I don't. Uh, I don't seek that out. I'll be honest with you. It it seems to find me. Um, and, and I know it's kind of like the it's it's like the survival of the fittest sort of thing. Um, I know I can I can probably at least get their attention, but I mean I'm not in a very imposing figure, so they. They think they can, like, you know how it is in the jungle. It's the, it's the weakest of the, it gets killed and everything. That's me. I'm the uh, I'm the antelope that can't outrun the, the leopard or the lion or anything like that. So that's why they don't, uh, you know, I'm an easy prey. And I think that's how this is happening. And I'm learning as I get older and more mature, <clears throat> so to speak, or whatever. Uh, I'm learning to, to stick up for myself a little bit better. But, yes, that was what, that's what attracted me or crazy women were attracted because I was like a, a wounded gazelle or something. You know, they could take a me. Dude, you're a
0: gazelle and you're trying to stake around your neck running toward the lion. I mean, come on.
1: Well, back then back then Terry, it wasn't necessarily stake I was interested in. But it was uh, it was something that, that did uh, that I have a little bit of a past with and so I think when I look into uh, into the eyes of Krista Glover through her mug shot, um, I'm thinking I can help this woman. I really think I can help her. So, anyway, it's just something to pontificate upon. We can discuss other matters more important than that. But I just thought I'd throw that out there and to think if we should pursue this. I mean, it's just, just something to, you know, as they say, commiserate and uh, discuss amongst yourselves.
0: See, now, now, now we're getting somewhere. Cray-cray is in your wheelhouse. Like a moth to a flame, Jack Fox.
1: Hmm. Hey, did you see what Richie just told? He gave me some sage advice to stay off of eHarmony. No,
0: you're you're way past the harmony. You're you're a crazy dot com. I mean that, yeah, I, I'm sure there's somebody that's come up with that too. By the I should trademark that. TreyCrazy dot com. Uh, before we get our license yet, let's get out of here. you been listening to Sports Talk ninety seven seven. Walter, Jamie Fox. Uh, the Glover Golf Saga continues. Uh, maybe tomorrow we'll talk about. We could get Krista on and get her to discuss her favorite music. Our favorite club to bash her husband in the face with when he... Uh, our,
1: our centerpiece. Doesn't. Our centerpiece.
0: Yeah. Our favorite insults uh, regarding anatomy parts, that she calls it. You know, lots of things out there like that. But thanks to our sponsors, David Bobby Manning, attorney at Law. Our friends at GB Cooley. we to support for the worthwhile cause to get a special Olympics vantage. Our friends at Spa De Bell, And our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Carolina Animal Hospital, Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. We'll see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318 345 45 For John Chaber, who's the only sane person of this group today, and Jamie yes. Foxx, who we know has a cray cray obsession. I'm Jerry Walter, and they make me, Jamie makes me look normal, which is very, very hard to do, which is why he's the greatest co host in the history of the world. Thank you for Sean Foxx this afternoon, 3 o'clock, Sports Company. I'm sure they'll talk about sports. Until tomorrow, folks, Aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday.